Nick DeVries has been dropped. I just spoke to this. All right. I spoke to this in F1 Minute. I spoke to it over the weekend. I've been speaking about it since Nick DeVries, uh, his showing up or showing up party in Australia, running up the back. Oh, no. Well, Nick DeVries avoided Logan Sargent, ran up the back, but then Nick DeVries went and did the same thing to Lando, I think, the following race. And he's just had an abysmal season. And here we are. Danny Rick is back. But is this is this necessarily the greatest thing? This is big news popping, right? Because we're going into a break. And Danny Rick, the whole thing looming about him returning to the grid, returning to a team. What team might he get? And I and we've been saying that a lot of people thought it was going to be Perez. Danny Rick was there to put Perez in check. I really wasn't too much for that. I wasn't really seeing from what Danny. What's up, the mechanic? This is preposterous. It is. But I said it, mechanic. Did I not say it? AlphaTauri, which is really inevitably Red Bull, are not uncommon for doing these type of things in the middle or midst of a season. We saw it with Gasly. We saw it with Albon. And now we see it with Nick DeVries. I told people they want to see results, and they want to see results right now. And Nick DeVries was not delivering right now. Okay? He wasn't. And, and I said, give him another season. But Red Bull have shown that they ain't trying to, they're not trying to do that. If you're not really bringing no groceries home, they're not trying to let you stay in the house. If you're not bringing fresh linens in, you're going to be sleeping on the couch. If you ain't paying for the gas, you're going to be taking the bus. Red Bull have proven time and time again this is what they do. Now, I did not see it coming. This soon, I thought maybe possibly the next break, the longest break, that way they can do some things. But evidently, maybe Red Bull have seen some things in Danny Rick in the sim or whatever kind of work he's been doing that says he should do better. Do I think Danny Rick could be doing better? Maybe. I mean, given what he did do, yeah, maybe Danny Rick's not a bad choice for them. But is this a good choice for Danny Rick? That's a, even a better question. Is this a good decision from him, the mechanic? Did our Queen Mary let you borrow her oracle? Oh, no. No, she didn't let me borrow no oracle. Uh, she keep her oracle like Mary keep her oracle in the pocket. You know what I'm saying? I got my own I got my own oracle. You know what I'm saying? I got my own internal oracle. I just read personality, read character, read body language, you know, the way people speak, the things they say. And they kind of tell you, like, the way they moving in. And I think they set the bar too high for Nick. And I think a, a situation, the perfect situation and ingredients for Nick happen at the right time, but for the wrong reasons, okay? The showing of Monza was like awesome. You come off the couch, you sub in for Albon, you take a team at Williams, which everybody's like, that's a lower team, they haven't been doing much. You take them in in a nice position for the grid. Then you go into the race and bring points home, which is really not something that they're used to until this season with Albon, you know, doing his thing as of late. Big shout out to him. But that boosted his stock. Don't forget, Nick DeVries also had the situation. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of a scene from Blow. This reminds me of a scene from Blow. I'm trying to tell you. That's what it reminds me of. Like straight up. You out. Like, you out. Like, no matter what you do, George, you out of there. That's exactly what this reminds me of. And this scene is like, you know what? Nick DeVries is out. He's out. He, he, he's not. I don't even know if he had done enough or does somebody out there have the regard or maybe the perspective that, you know what? 
he got cut off just a little too early. I mean, does somebody out there, is there a team that's going to say that for Nick? I'm not sure about that. But while we're talking about it, let's go, let's, let's go, let's go here. All right. Let's, let's talk about Danny Rick. Let's talk about McLaren Danny. Okay. McLaren Danny 2022. Was he that Danny that people thought he should have been going into McLaren? Hell no. It was, it was, it was a tragedy. It was like us watching Danny Rick have his last season of formula one, which a lot of us thought like, this is it. He done. Danny Rick even thought he was done. He was about to go on a tour of America. He want to go to concerts. He want to go play Santa Claus. He want to drive across the coast on a Spezda. He want to go on a sabbatical. Even the video that they came back with, the Red Bull montage of Danny Rick and the whole Vegas thing, that was even like real cringy. Him on a tractor, they calling him out of like retirement. It was like, what the hell's going on? Like Danny Rick is through. Then we hear, you know, Red Bull bringing him back. He's a reserve driver when really we knew he was like a PR puppet. They got enough bad PR bringing Danny Rick in. He's highly likable. You know what I'm saying? A nice goofy smile. Very seemed like down to earth dude when I met him cool jokes he's that guy like he can kind of take some negative shade off of a team you know doing the interviews and all that that's what he did and then we hear he's in the sim and then we hear he might be driving the rb19 okay cool maybe they really trying to see or at least trying to give danny rick the benefit of the doubt to like see where his skills are and what he can really do for the team and Throughout this entire time that Danny Rick and the circus show was going on, Nick DeVries is supposed to be the bomb.com, right? Helmet Marco boasts so much for Nick DeVries coming in. I thought so much about Nick DeVries coming in. Given his extensive resume, the series he's competed in, the championships he's won, Formula E, all this stuff comes in off the couch, does with Williams. Why wouldn't you think that some of that stuff would cross over into Formula One and we see at least an, an, an admirable performance from Nick DeVries and it wasn't that you got Max Verstappen talking about they you know driving in vans and they having dinners and this is my best bud and I'm gonna put a word in for Helmut Marco and did all of that all of that it wasn't all pretty coming in for Nick DeVries because don't forget he had the financial situation with uh one of his uh investors saying that he I think he might have owed him like $250,000 because of the drive at Williams, right? But the stipulations, I got to see how all that played out because the stipulation was if he gets a Formula One seat, then he would have that money due back to them. He didn't really get a Formula One seat. He subbed in. So I don't really know why they were trying to come back for it. I think they mad because the contract was expiring and they just missed the boat and now Nick DeVries got a contract with AlphaTauri, but it didn't last long. It didn't last long, okay? Danny Rick with McLaren had at least six to seven top ten finishes. At least. I don't. I think his win with them happened, I want to say his win was like 2021. I don't think the win was in 2022. I think he just started going down there. But Danny's been on a decline. He had been on a decline since 2017 to now from 5th to 11th. Danny has been on a decline. Now, what is this going to look like? What is this going to look like for Danny Rick? What is this going to look like for AlphaTauri? That's that is a big question. And this is why I say things are dangerous right now for Danny Rick. He's not even giving himself a full season. So right now, you put more pressure on yourself because this guy's getting out of here. 
All right. He's leaving because he could not perform even up to the standards of Yuki. Yuki at least has two points in the championship standing. Nick DeVries has zero. Logan Sargent has zero. Danny Rick, you got to come in and deliver. You can't come in and perform worse than Nick DeVries. You can't even come in right now and perform at least like Nick DeVries. You have to supersede Nick DeVries' performance, and they will be looking for you to overcome Yuki and what he's bringing home. That is for real. That is what they're going to be looking for. I don't. This is where the risk come in. All right. The risks come in. Yeah, you back with the Red Bull family. But the Red Bull family have shown that they don't have any loyalty to anybody other than Max Verstappen. They have shown this. Now, AlphaTar has already got their own baggage of situations that are taking place all the way from the team principal to the to the point where we're trying to see what this IP situation is with the loophole being closed off and the cost cap with the situation exchange between Red Bull and them and maybe other teams outside of there. Also, we're looking at the fact that is AlphaTar in the, eventually going to be separating completely from Red Bull and becoming their own team and then who's going to be the owner or runner of that? So Danny Rick, I don't think he did himself any favors by accepting this he said he wanted to wait that's what he said he said he wanted to wait usually your best your first intuition is the best one to go with you're putting yourself under pressure and more pressure even if you had waited and came in next season you would have had a little pressure and light shined on you, right? But at least you're starting on the offseason. You get to come in with testing. You get to get really acclimated to everything else. Cool. You're acclimated with Red Bull. You've been there. You've been on the wall, pit wall, headsets on. Very fine and dandy. But we all know. We saw Danny Rick Red Bull. We saw Danny Rick Renault. We saw Danny Rick McLaren. Then we saw Danny Rick go. That's what we saw. Is that not how we saw it? Did anybody else see it that way? Danny Rick Red Bull, Danny Rick Renault, Danny Rick McLaren. Then we saw Danny go. Next thing we know, he in a tractor for show. I'm just saying. This is, this is a very risky move by Danny Ricardo. All right? He's in between a sandwich. If you don't do better than Yuki, it's a fail. If you do worse than Nick DeVries, it's a fail. If you do just as good as Nick DeVries, it's a fail. You have to supersede Nick DeVries and Yuki's performance. You brought home at least six to seven top ten finishes. That's what they're looking for. They want both cars in the points at some point in time, if not in the same race throughout the rest of the season. Yuki has proven that he can take the car to points. He has two other races where he was just one slot out of points, and he'd probably have four points by now. Nick DeVries, constant decline. Constant decline. Nick DeVries was constantly declining. He started, listen, 14th, and it wasn't even a good decline. It was like a decline of a decline. What was he, Bahrain, 14th? Now he's usually like 17th, 18th, 19th, no finish. He was just getting worse. And that's the truth. Nick DeVries was getting worse. His last two finishes was like below, below 50, low, lower 15. Let's not even forget about the, not, the ability not to make it into further into qualifying. The mechanic, oh my God, Red Bull did this dude dirty. And they did. Red Bull did do DeVries dirty. Re, I, we talked about this. Baraka and I talked about this on F1 Minute. 
uh, I think me and Musa even spoke about this for a second, is the fact that these rookies, there is such a high standard, not the standard shouldn't be high, but there is an, there is an expectation that is unrealistic to the average or elite driver. Let's not say average because these drivers ain't average. They definitely elite. Okay. Every driver in Formula One is elite. Just not every driver in Formula in Formula One is transcendent. Not every driver in Formula One is great. And not every driver in Formula One will be regarded as the GOAT of an era of all time. It is just a fact. But all of these drivers are elite. All the way down to Crash Tifi Latifi is our elite. Even Giovinazzi, elite. He's just not good enough to stay in there. But Nick DeVries, he wasn't there yet, and he's a rookie. And I think they set the bar ultimately high because of his situation with Williams, ultimately high because of his accomplishments in other series as he was coming up, and ultimately high and and unrealistic because that's how Red Bull can be sometimes. I really firmly believe they should have given him the rest of the season. If not, I would like to see where, you know, hey, bring Danny Rick in. We're going to just try it out. You're not going nowhere. You're not going nowhere. Maybe you got some things going on mentally. All right, Nick, maybe you got some things going on mentally. Uh, I think we feel we kind of know what we have with Danny Rick. Not that it's going to be transcended or we're expecting it to just take us completely over the sun and moon. But I think it puts AlphaTauri in a better place as a team. While Yuki has shown he can't collect points and also be right at the door of collecting points, we feel that Danny Rick right now can do that and better to bring more points in for the team, which essentially might bring us more money. All right. Get us higher up in the constructor championships to get us more money. But we want you to sit right here, you know, do some time, get your book, get your head right. Next season, we're going to reevaluate, see what's going on, see where Danny Rick is going to do and see about bringing you back in. I think that would have been the best and most fair thing to do. Red Bull, you can't trust them to do the fair thing. DG Big Blue, Nick is not a Red Bull guy, and we knew this would happen. DG Big Blue is not lying. Navy, oorah. Did I not tell you all also, I said this, when Nick DeVries came giving us the bull crap about he didn't have any control over where he went, stop capping, bro. Stop capping. You always got a choice. It might not be easy. Might not be uh, the the best to get through, but you got a choice. You drove for Mercedes Power Unit customer teams. You should have stayed in that ecosystem. That's what you should have done. Now you about to be back out here with Rachel and Rosanna doing post and pre-show I- interviews. That right now is your. Well, it's not your best. It's not your best show in Formula One because the Williams situation was your best show in Formula One. But it's not gonna be far from it. It ain't gonna be far from it. It won't be. He has zero top 10 finishes this season. None. Not a, not a damn one. His best finish is outside of to, a top 10 at 12. No points at all. I can tell you right now, where did he place? Uh, just recently in Britain, 17. Austria, 17 with the fuck penalty. Oh, my gosh. Out the gate. Canada, 18th. Spain, 14th. 12th. Monaco, 18th. Miami. No finish in uh, Azerbaijan. 15th, Australia with a collision. Saudi, 14th. Bahrain, 14th. That ain't good. That's not a good situation. I mean, Danny's record with McLaren wasn't all that great. 
But, bro, but listen, he finished in points at least six to seven times. But now we got something else going on because there are going to be some things compared. Danny Rick put himself in a very peculiar situation because right now we got rookie Pia Pia doing his thing over at McLaren. The team that Rick just left, the team where he couldn't even get up enough to really make things happen to the standard in which we hold Daniel. Now we got a rookie in there who started the season off rough. The team started off rough, but he's still been producing. The only rookie right now with points, the only rookie to get top three out of qualifying and almost brought himself to a podium. Big shout out to Russell with your hating ass. We're going to talk about that too later on this week and next week. We got a lot of topics we're going to be talking about. So I'm just saying now, is it possible that people are going to start looking if Danny Rick doesn't perform? Like we got two Australians on the grid, y'all. We got a rookie at a team where this guy was pretty much doing well, doing a damn good job. You weren't. Now we got Danny Rick well-seasoned, can be considered a vet, was a prodigy of Red Bull, thought he was going to be doing it. Left too early, I think. Went to Renault, left there too early, I believe. Went to McLaren, bad situation. Jumped out the pot. Now you back with AlphaTauri, the junior team. You're not even on varsity, bro. And if you don't bring home some groceries, they're going to kick your ass to the curb. I don't even think they're going to let you go backwards. I don't think they're even going to say, you know what, you just put the headset back on. They're going to kick you to the curb, bro. You were there as a backup plan. Now the backup plan, unlike Carlos not remembering what plan B was, has been initiated. You are engaged. And if you don't make it, you ain't no going back to here. Said Danny Rick might as well go to IndyCar or some other series. I don't know what may be of Nick DeVries at this point in time. Okay, he's 20th in the driver championship standings. Last. It's... Yeah, I think they cut him too short. I think they cut him too short, but Formula One is about performing. Formula One is about performance. Formula One is about winning. Formula One is about points. Formula One is about sponsorship. Formula One is about dollars. And Nick DeVries is not doing what they need him to do in, in expectations of what they probably assumed he would be able to do. I mean, I think it's safe to say people assumed AlphaTauri had a better car than Williams. But the fact is, right now, they don't. They don't. Williams is developing, and Albon is taking those developments and converting them into points. Popping up and having cameos, top three, even first spot during qualifications, making it into Q3. Nick DeVries, not so much. Toss is about to be out. They changing up Prince. They changing up a lot of things there. I don't fully agree with it because I don't think you can lay all of the fault or the decline of AlphaTauri at the feet of Nick DeVries. And we're going to see. We'll see how this turns out. But I'm telling you, I do think Danny Rick is in has put himself in a situation where this could be it, bro. This could be your last go. And and I'm not sure if you, if 
if Danny Rick, if you took the mechanic at this point, any driver would be uh, reluctant to sign with uh, Glob or not <laughs> Red Bull. Oh my gosh! Hey, I would honestly if if you watch how Red Bull have conducted themselves, I would be very precautious to sign with them. Very precautious, like I would not. I would not want to do it. Even if I knew I had it, I just couldn't trust that team, especially with Max being there. Because what what are the what are the odds? If I'm good and I'm better than Max, they're gonna hold me back because they want Max to be the face. If I'm not as good as Max, they're gonna overly criticize me like I'm the only one exceeding track limits and I suck. That is a lose lose. It's a lose lose. They've chosen their golden goose. They've they've managed to land on the the proper side of winning championships, although nobody highly respects the championships because of all the gray clouds that loom and have rained on it. This season will be the most respectful championship Max Verstappen will have because the only thing you can say right now is that he has the fastest car on the grid. Although some people could debate that they only have the fastest car on the grid because they financially breached the cost cap, which inevitably just kind of snowballed into the season and the season. That's just a fact of life, and that is a true story. Very good debate if you want to pose that argument. Going to be very hard to dismiss it. But this still would be the most legitimate championship that Max Verstappen will have this season. Still waiting on cost cap documents to come out. Where are they at? Still waiting on that. So, uh, we're going to see what happens. See where this goes. Danny Rick will be driving in Hungary. I think that's where we are next. The next round is in Hungary. We're going to see how that happens. It's going to be, that is probably going to be a highly watched free practice session and quality session. Because people are going to want to know, what does Danny Rick look like on the return? And let's see what he does. And I don't give a damn. First race back or not, not even first race, most recent race back or not, if Danny Rick does not make it into Q3, it's going to be some raised eyebrows like, mm, buddy, if Danny Rick don't don't bring home, if Danny Rick is sitting at the bottom of the damn grid lake like a big ass catfish, they're going to be like, mm, buddy, okay, we'll let you get that. Let's see what happens again next. And I'm just, if it gets worse from there, it's Danny Rick. What, what are they going to do then? I don't know. They probably ride it out with Danny Rick. They, I don't know. They bring Dick DeVries back. Like, what are you going to do? You jumped out the frying pan into a hot boiling pot of scalding pot of water is what you did. So we'll see what happens. But it ain't, it ain't going to be looking too hot. It's, it, these, these drivers are, I like, hey, we'll see. We'll see. And honestly, I don't think AlphaTauri are in the position to really be like doing driver musical chairs. Like your car ain't even really there. But the point is, we got a driver bringing home points and knocking on the door, collecting the last point, giving some failures he had. And we have a driver who ain't coming close. So I got to give AlphaTauri some respect in saying that they got a comparison that they could give you and say, eh, Yuki, Nick DeVries. We need somebody equal or better than Yuki. Nick DeVries ain't doing it. DG Big Blue says, haven't come out because, cost cap haven't come out because they all broke the cap. Hey, that's another thing a lot of people are saying. Like, maybe 
Uh, more teams breached the cost cap, and you know they just did the loophole, close it off with the intellectual property being used in Formula One. Will now have to also, you know, be under the cost cap and all this other stuff. Like how many teams breached? What are they trying to work out? But see, this is what I mean as far as the transparency of Formula One being so faulted that we cannot trust it. Then they wonder why you get all these tin foil and tin hat things that actually become true because you're not being transparent. Like what are you hiding? Like, either they broke it or they didn't. And if they broke it, why can't we know? And if you're working on them because they broke it, why can't we know? If there's a process because they broke it, trying to make sure that they, why? if you broke it, you broke it. You're done. You breached, you breach. Once you break the water and grab the seal, dinner time is on. So, I mean, what is all the, the, the damn espionage about? Just come out with the report. It's probably Red Bull again. I mean, because they got their mouth open about... Teams breaching and they got their mouth open about 2026 regulations that ain't even here yet. They trying to already finesse the system to facilitate themselves. They already starting to cry about 2026. That's changing. Power unit regs are changing. The MGUH is out. Whether you got a downshift down the straight of Monza or not, you're going to have to figure it out just like all the other teams got to figure it out. Are you not good enough? Remember what I said. Matt's got to go undefeated. All the way to the end, expiring his contract. It's going to be hard to do that. Remember what I said? Ford, mm, not too highly looked on when it comes to the engines. Remember what I said? Audi coming in. I mean, there's a lot of things that could take place. A lot of things that could impact your pace and your race. So I'm just saying, just keep these things in mind. That's why I say you got to chill back a little bit before you go pop, 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 pop. Might end up eating that crow. So anyway, that's the big news right here at the very forefront in the foyer of our break week from Formula One. This week is probably going to be just as spicy as any race week with all the news that might fall and things to come. If this is what comes at the beginning, oh, my gosh. I mean, what is coming later on? Now, we will be live again later on this week, probably even tomorrow. Uh, we will be live this Sunday with the Wolfpack Epic Grudge Racing Series. If you want to participate, send me an uh, invite on EA Sports Platform at Wolfpack F1. So I will not send out invites. You'll get one. We likely will have another hat up for spin. I have all but one person that have um, confirmed their shipping address and kind of help work it out. Uh, Mr. Cedric. Did say he was he is that person did say that pretty much he was like, go ahead and let somebody else get it. I did message him because there was some problem in the discord. I messaged Mr. Cedric through the Xbox platform to to uh, private message him to make sure like, hey, let's try to get this right. Let's get your address together so I can get your hat shipped out. If I do not hear from him by this weekend, then what we will do is we will spin. I will remove the names of the people. Uh, Toyoyo One got in contact with me. I have their address. They will be shipped out this week. I have. I will remove those four names and spin that wheel again to see who will be getting a Wolfpack Purple Sectors Lifestyle hat. So stay tuned for that. Somebody else may be up to get the fourth one that somebody has not collected. So I'm going to make a note right here. And that way, I will not forget it. Also, a new VIP box will be placed behind me because we do have a new VIP member already. That VIP member will not be announced until the GP weekend to make sure that we have enough people here to celebrate and congratulate them because that's the same thing I'll ask for you. Judica McBoodical says, uh, being by, what the hell? Con what the hell is that? You might as well just say it, man. Is that? 
by Verstappen to dreaming about being by Verstappen. <laughs> that word was not even in my mind, but now I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's, that's how it goes, man. That's a bad. That's a bad dream, right? A bad dream. Wake up in a dream to a dream. It's like the Matrix. It's all over. No, it's more like what was the name of that movie? It was one of my favorite movies by Leonardo DiCaprio. Inception. It's like Inception, man. You wake up out of dream, level one. To wake up in a dream to wake up in a dream. That's crazy. So anyway, we'll see y'all then. Stay tuned. Subscribe, like, hit the bell. Go over to the podcast. Give a five star rating. We're gonna be here all week cooking on news. I got things we're gonna talk about from the last race. I got somebody I'm gonna damn cook. I'm gonna cook this dude because it's about time and I'm tired of seeing him. So we'll see what happens. Peace. I'm out. We'll pack.